0: Just know you're not alone,
1: because I'm going to make this place your home. News Radio 840 WHAS, the Louisville Real Estate Show. Good morning, everybody, and I hope it's a good one for you. We'll hear till the top of the hour. Joining us, Chuck Crosby, the Crosby Law Offices, and you can reach Chuck at 499-6360. Also, Brad Lawler, owner of Home Team Inspection Service, 844-411-TEAM. And then of course, my son, Greg, who does our marketing photography and so much more, and you can reach me anytime at three, seven, six, five, four, eight, three, Bob Sikola here with you with our Sikola team off the top, something very important and sad. and I wanted to bring Chuck in first, um, Cardinal writes in, he lives in a high rise building here in Louisville. He's concerned about what happened with the collapse of the condo building in Florida, mm-hmm. and he's wondering what should he and others Living here, do in terms of legal action or inspections, and we'll get to Brad on that in a second. With regards to the uh, forcing the condo association uh, to examine the building that he lives in and get repairs if that's needed, Chuck. Well,
2: um, not really sure how to unload quite all of that. Uh, the case down in Florida, of course, they had been having issues. They inspected the issues. They said hey, got problems, gonna get worse. Uh, in this case, if there's no evidence of there being an issue, whether or not you can force the board to do anything would be questionable. Uh, if there are issues, well then certainly, uh, get that board to uh, do an inspection. Uh, that's why you have homeowners. Get get as many homeowners together as possible. Certainly in this uh, uh, setting, I, I, I know if I were in there, I'd be one of the guys <laughs> uh knocking on doors and
1: and rounding up people to make that vote this is this is happening all around the country now yeah and if, i mean the, a lot of people are concerned of this was a 40 year old building there had been signs that there were problems yeah. but nonetheless i think we're yeah. seeing this see that's uh, when it kicks yeah.
2: in is is when there's an issue uh, i doubt you could get uh, an association to do a you know an expensive uh review if there's no issue uh presenting itself
1: yeah that's the key but uh, but what's an issue and yeah. when is too late and that's what the concern I think that yeah. Cardinal has that he's living in a house or a condo building and there's just this uncertainty apparently I'm reading a report that was published a couple of days ago <laughs> that the Florida condo collapse is sparking a wave of building inspections of already oh, 40 years older. So I guess that's where Cardinal is. Let's go to Brad Lawler with the home team. So Brad, from your perspective, what should anybody living in a, a high rise or even a home when they're concerned about structure? What do you suggest?
0: So, you know, as it relates to the commercial side of the business, you know, we do, home team does commercial inspections. We do quite a few of them, but we also are limited in what we do. We don't do anything over three stories tall and we don't do anything with parking structures. So, you know, with any of those buildings that have parking structures on them or are over three stories tall, you're going. You know, to have to uh, use a professional engineer, licensed professional engineer, uh, to do any of those inspections. Certainly, uh, you know, as I understand it, many of the building associations will have ongoing, regular inspections that take place. I think that's one of the best practices that is that is available out there. I know um, engineers are willing and able to do those on a regular basement on a basis. Um, you know, so that's the you know, reach out to a. a professional engineer would be the first you know thing that I would recommend for any of those those taller buildings those larger structures um, you know buildings that are shorter than that you know a uh, a licensed inspector uh, can do it a foundation company can do it if there are specific concerns about the foundation itself versus just kind of a general what we what we refer to as a property condition assessment or uh, that's the that's the technical term um, for those assessments those can be done at any time that helps And about what maintenance uh, concerns there may be in the in the building so uh, we have some good inspectors i've worked with locally are they qualified
1: to inspect a a high-rise building or are these specialty inspectors
0: um i think that you if you talk to a a licensed uh, engineer professional engineer here and i the PEs, uh, most of them are structural engineers. They will tell you what their limitations are. Um, the taller buildings do require s- uh, specific type of equipment uh, that is that is needed in those assessments. Uh, but the 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 PEs will pull together the subs that are necessary in order to you know do a full inspection. There are out of town companies that do that, but you know I would start you know even with a local structural engineer. You know if you uh, wanted to start the conversation. I mean and and they're. Welcome to call my office. I've got names of of several in the area that I would recommend to uh, you know begin the conversation.
1: It's a tragic scenario, Chuck. On final on this uh, point, that uh, there apparently had been requests uh, in Florida at this condo building, but apparently the cost was uh, unbelievable, and they yeah. needed to raise money from the homeowners. Now, uh, the, any any thoughts from anybody locally that? You can take out loans. Uh, what would you, what could a homeowner in a condo high rise do here to force the hand if the money is exorbitant? Because OK, yeah,
2: um, it's a good question. That's that's technically not a legal issue. Uh, what can they do? Well, they yeah. can get all their neighbors together and present uh, what they think is the evidence and then uh, force the board. Uh, that's it's like any other small town, small entity government. Uh you know, if you've got enough people, either vote them out, get it done uh, right. or, or, you know, get involved in, and make them move on it. But as to going to court, I don't think one individual can unless there's some some issue going on. Yeah, got it. Uh, and as for the money, if they just don't have the money. They don't have the money. It's kind of like uh, same scenario as if, uh, you know, your roof has a big old hole in it and you don't have the money to fix it. What do you do?
1: So, yeah, I got it. I got it. There's not much. You've got to move out. You don't want to stay in an unsafe location. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Moving on. I'm going to test you guys. And I know you're juggling a couple of things, Chuck. So if you got to leave, let us know. So I want to test everybody, Greg, Brad, and Chuck. Jonathan wrote, wrote in and said, all of a sudden, he's seeing these small clumps of leaves attached to a small branches falling all around his yard. They're in little clusters, uh, the leaves are, and they're green. They look healthy, but they're just dropping out of the mm-hmm. trees, not only on his, Jonathan's yard, but on his neighbor's yard. He's wondering what's going on. Do any of you know? I know the answer. Uh, I checked on this. I mean, I'm there squirrel. are some trees
3: yeah. that defoliate your, I mean, naturally, but nope. I don't know no specific. It's nope. squirrels.
1: Nope. Squirrels, are, squirrels are building nests. We're wrong yeah. keep going anybody else gotta you go. gotta go okay I'm out. all right so we'll, we'll check back with chuck if he gets a moment because he's working on a couple of things legal wise so we appreciate him joining us when he could no it's cicadas so no. yes no okay now wow i had i had a company come out to look at my one of my trees is tilting and i don't like the way it's tilting so i had them come out uh, save a tree great people i've worked with them before they just actually Anyway, so I asked my uh, my friend who works there, I said, so what is going on here? And she says, so the cicadas, do you see, Brad, do you see any of these little clusters?
0: I, 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 see, them, I see them every year when the squirrels right. are building nests. Not squirrels. Yeah, okay. yeah I, so I've not seen cicadas do it. That's why I'm so curious. What you need,
1: so what you need to do, because I've never seen these before. That, it came down on, on my property. Right, and they're not supposed gone. to be
3: known to eat. They're not eating. Cereal. They're not like locusts. They're, that, they're laying
1: know. their eggs. Uh-huh. If you look at the yep. branch where it's broken off from the tree, the cicada has dug in mm-hmm. and inserted the their eggs for seventeen years from now. Wow. To, so but I thought what, they go
3: on the ground, so they fall. Oh, so the eggs yep. go down. To the, that's how they get to the Excellent. ground. Yeah. I was it like and that's how
1: it gets into the. Can you? I didn't. I was shocked. Interesting. The cicadas did the this. life cycle yeah. of. I season. mean, and it's possible it's that. The cicadas lay the eggs, the squirrels are up there, they eat through where the eggs are laid as nourishment or a, a dessert of some sort, and that cuts the leaves free from the trees. But I thought that was fascinating. Yeah, interesting. Tommy has lived in his house for 20 years, just recently noticed cracking on the ceiling of the first floor. He plans to put his house on the market fairly soon, Brett. and he wonders what caused the cracking. and Does he need to disclose it? And it may have come from a water leak, at least in one section, but on the from the second floor. But there are other cracks that are forming. So your thoughts, because I I notice a couple of cracks all the time at homes that I walk through, and I'm going, okay, so what might have caused that?
0: Right, aside from an elephant being upstairs. Yeah. So see, the, the, oftentimes we do see with ceilings that are cracking, we have seen water damage up above them. Um, but the other thing that you do see also is some foundation settling will cause those ceiling cracks as well. Um, typically, you can follow those uh, on the exterior of the house. If it's if it's brick, oftentimes you can see where those those cracks will match up with with where you see the the crack in the ceiling. Um, I think that's fairly typical settling in, in some homes. You also have some homes with with the uh, plaster and lath that the plaster over time uh, will begin to give out and will just because of like like Greg says, the, the heavy footsteps above it over time. I I guess loosens it up and it will, it will crack and, or show cracks there. It may, it doesn't necessarily fall down, but you know, we've seen ceilings where sections of plaster have actually fallen off the ceiling uh, with no cause uh, that is readily visible, but they just fall off.
3: Yeah. I mean, I've got, I've got a brand new home, uh, less than, less than a year old and we've got, you know, foundation settling. So there's drywall, there's little cracks in the seams where they're natural seams for humidity and things that will get touched up every year and, just part right. of their regular home maintenance. But I guess the question is, is it a, more of a concern? Foundationally, that's where you got to go deeper and look for those with the, with the horizontal cracking uh, coming yeah. from uh, door jams
1: and yeah. places like that if there's serious settling, right? I, right. Yeah. I've always said if you've got a new roof that was just put on and the guys are up there mm-hmm. pounding that, away at yeah, jumping, uh, uh, that, that could create cracks as well. Or yes, it, it could just be moving over the earth. So. I was speaking of a metaphorical elephant. You I know, got you. Right. <laughs> um. I, I want to bring this up and then we'll take a break after this. This is really an interesting scenario. I want to see if you guys can figure this one out. My, uh, my brother, Corey, sent me this picture a couple of days ago. And I, I want to, obviously, this is radio. So I'm going to, for everybody listening, let me try to describe this to you. You're looking at two homes side by side. On the home on the left, there's a driveway that's next to the driveway for the home on the right. So you got two driveways next to each other. But in between the driveway, there's this big tree. Nice tree. I think I said this to Brad. I've, so yeah. um, so the deal is the home on the right, there are no branches. They've basically been cut off for vertical, yeah, vertical up. So I've the, seen this picture. Okay. The yes. tree, yeah, the tree is full on the left, but the part that was over the driveway for the neighbor who the tree is not. The
3: majority of the trees on their property.
1: Yeah, the, so They're that's po- been on cut that off side
3: of the property line. Yeah.
1: So what what was the reason for it? Did I tell you what the reason was? Yeah. Did I give you the reason? I I I'd, no? I'd, I'd, I'd read about
0: it. Yeah, I, read, I, read, the, it. About yeah, I read about the dispute. Yeah, and the the neighbor was having things dropping on their car because of the birds and right. the trees. It was and the bird. So-
3: asked them politely yeah. before, and they never trimmed it up, and so right. they took matters
0: into their own hand. Got a tree surgeon out there, did it very, very carefully. Mm-hmm. So yes, that's, that's, I, I think if Chuck was on, he would be talking about the, uh, the apple pie diplomacy, yeah, bring the apple there. Pie. but,
1: but I mean, honestly, there, was there any other solution? So again, so the, the, the neighbor on the right who didn't, doesn't have a tree on it other than the branches that are over the, when he would park his car, there, birds would do their thing and the, the car would get filthy. So he took it onto his, I guess, and then cut off the, the sides of where you own from the land up,
3: you know, all the way up to the, air. Yeah, you know, it's not it's in America. So you've got the right, that's
1: your space. That Actually, you I think
0: space. that, I think that was the UK where that was, but. Oh, they really? Well. It was, same, it was, it was I think same rules apply.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Same rules. All right. We're going to take a break. When we come back, uh, the top bath enhancement features that are being sought after for buyers and for people, people who are building with us, Chuck Crosby, who's here in generally but he's working on a problem right he's now in so spirit. spirit he's in spirit uh, the crosby law office does a great job on closings mm-hmm. and he's just more than just a closing mm-hmm. attorney he's also entertaining Four nine nine six three six zero. also brad Lawler, owner of home team inspection service 844 team by the way this is our fourth of july holiday weekend show in case i missed that at the beginning of the show also, my son, Greg, who does our marketing, photography, and so much more. And you can reach us anytime, uh, Bob Sokoler, by giving us a call, uh, giving me a call at 376-5483. A reminder, if you want to see what people are saying about us, go to louisvillesellerstalk.com. That'll take you to a YouTube channel with our sellers. And if you want to read about our reviews from myself and my agents, it's uh, LouisvilleZillow.com. We're back in a moment on News Radio 840
2: WHAS. I'm Chuck Crosby, a real estate attorney here in Louisville with Crosby Law Offices. I've been practicing real estate law, fixing problems, and helping people for over 22 years. So if you're a buyer looking for advice, information, or professional closing services, call me. If you're a property owner, real estate professional, you have a problem, you just can't fix it, call me. If you're a landlord and you're having problems with your tenants, call me. Again, I'm Chuck Crosby with Crosby Law Offices. You can reach me at 499 6360. 499 6360.
1: This has been a paid advertisement.
0: Hi, I'm Brad Lawler with Home Team Inspection Service, Kentuckyana's largest inspection company and the number one home team inspection service in the nation. Our unique team approach makes us fast. Multiple inspectors means efficiency. Our teams of dedicated professionals, including many veterans, are trusted. We perform thousands of home inspections in Louisville and Southern Indiana each year. We're accurate. The team approach means multiple sets of eyes and overlapping duties. Fast, trusted, accurate. That's your home team advantage.
3: In the real estate market, sellers and buyers have great expectations. And as a real estate agent, you take pride in fulfilling them. But some things are beyond your control. So what can you do? Choose Home Warranty of America's 13-month plans. HWA plans cover the home buyer against any breakdowns or repairs, keeping you and your clients safe from any covered claims. We offer comprehensive plans with competitive pricing, and our dedicated team will work with you every step of the way. To learn more, contact HWA today.
0: Hi, I'm Barbara Corcoran. I'm constantly asked by news sources how to best navigate today's real estate market. I call the brightest agents in the business to get their input. Hi Bob, what's going on in Louisville?
1: Hi Barbara, the Louisville real estate market is hotter than we've ever seen it.
0: I'm so happy to hear that.
1: With our exclusive marketing plan, we can get sellers top dollar right now.
0: Get the best advice from my friend, Bob Sekoler. Go to weselllouisville.com. Be safe and smart.
1: News Radio 840 WHAS. Thank you Barbara Corcoran, my friend and mentor. Uh, joining us, Chuck Crosby, who's here in spirit. He's working on a problem, legal problem, even this early in the morning because he's a busy guy and he always works hard. And we love the fact that he's with us. 499-6360. Also, Brad Lawler, owner of Home Team Inspection Service. They come in as a team. They hire vets. Great group of people. You can reach Brad and the team at 844-411-TEAM. And uh, my son, Greg, who does our marketing, photography, and so much more, as we say, is with us. And you can reach me, Bob Sekoler, at 376-5483. We continue to look for homes to list and sell. And we've got 11 buyer agents who are ready to help you if you're looking to buy a home. So the top kitchen bath features, there's kind of an interesting scenario here that some of these are desired by um, baby boomers and the like, and others are by millennials, more desirable by millennials, which I thought is kind of interesting but here's the the, the 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 good part about it the top items would you want to take it i won't i won't throw this at you take a yes double sink side-by-side bathrooms in the bathroom uh is the number one thing that buyers want whether they're essential <sighs> or must-haves what? not buying no, it i'm not no, buying it, the buyers want it Is this Bob Vila again? No, no, no. (laughs) A walk-in pantry is, uh, 34% is essential, but 47% say it's desirable. So I can buy that one. This goes more than just, I guess, bathrooms, obviously, but uh, kitchens as well. So double sink in the um, the bathroom side-by-side, a walk-in pantry, and into a kitchen, table space for eating. Uh, Also in the kitchen, a central island. Drinking fil- uh, filtered water is another big plus. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm going to stay with the kitchen. Granite, natural stone countertops. Yeah. Recessed lighting, customized backsplash. Uh, pull-out shelves, breakfast bar. Those are the top things that uh, buyers are looking for these days. So if you're going to redesign your kitchen, think about that. If you are thinking about buying or building, that's what you'll be looking for, some of the things. All right. Let us go back to some of these emails. And again, we're doing our COVID show which means we're videotaping it. We put it up on YouTube. If you go to louisvilleanswers.com, that is our uh, redirect to our YouTube channel. And, oh, by the way, we have something new. If you want to get our newsletter, we're putting it out twice a month. Uh, Go to sekolerteam.com. So S-O-K-O-L-E-R team.com. All right. So um, Samantha says, I'm furious. Home's supposed to close next week, and now it's put on hold because the Buyers Bank needs more info. So, Samantha, I know Chuck would say this is standard. There's nothing new here. Uh, banks, uh, the, the underwriters at banks will see uh, some problem with the credit app or some reporting. And it's literally what he could
3: be dealing with right now and not being able to, to join us having to be in a
1: closing. Yeah, he that's exactly could. right. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so, Brett, Nate has his home on the market and has an offer that he's taking. The buyers did an inspection on the home, and the inspector says the home, HVAC, needs to be cleaned and serviced. It's a pretty standard request, right?
0: Yeah, it is. That's uh, that's a pretty standard maintenance item.
1: But Nate says he's concerned because uh, he thought he had a reputable HVAC company servicing his unit every six months, And it was just cleaned three weeks ago prior to putting the home on the market. So why would any inspector ask for it to be cleaned again? Is the inspector just going by standard what Uh, they
0: normally do? No, Uh, they shouldn't be. Um, So I think if I was, Nate, what I would do is I would go downstairs or we'll go to wherever the air handler is. And I would pull the air filter out and I would look in that duct and see what he sees. Because either the inspector put in some standard (laughs) verbiage by mistake or the reputable company that he was paying to do the service hasn't been doing the service he thought he was getting so it's one or the other but it's an easy easy thing to check though
1: do you go to the company that you've been using and ask them to come back out and inspect and write a letter that says
0: yeah i think i would i would go to the company that's been servicing and just question you know why there would be the condition that they find right now yes
1: yeah so nate um and then have the company that you've used servicing the the unit come out inspect it write a report and then get that report and send it to the buyer's agent or your, your seller's agent who will send it to the buyer's agent. And that should put that to rest. Sometimes some inspectors make mistakes, mm-hmm, not home team, but that no, not Oh, no. we,
0: we, no, we we're you, not, we're not perfect team. either. We, no
1: one is right. No one uh, is no. just uh, looking at some of the news, a new home sales dropped to their lowest pace of the year. And Greg will tell you, prices are surging uncertainty in the availability of building materials and labor and chipping away at new home sales and what are we saying in our meetings about people climbing back on the fence not wanting to
3: we see i mean we've home. seen a
1: little bit a, a tiny tiny fractional
3: uh movement in the absorption rate, which is what we talk about the uh if you turn off the faucet of homes coming on the market today how many months inventory supply do we have left blah 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 we've said it before minimal increase maybe because of vacation everyone's trying to get out of dodge this isn't going anywhere. The the suburb, the, the this exodus from the cities to the suburbs has, and, and what all of the factors that Bob was just speaking about with with uh, interest rates, lumber prices, uncertainties, inventory is not just going to magically appear somewhere. There's got to be a major shift in our world market economy to change the way things are going. And until that happens, we're going to continue to see. Competition on levels we've never seen before, and agents that need to be savvy and tech tech forward more so than we've ever seen
1: before. So, so this will gonna Brad, you're gonna love this. This is just a, the dichotomy of a home that went on the market and got multiple sh- offers. So, folks, this is just to give you an idea. This is Louisville. This just happened a week ago, and here's what happened. I was telling um, the story. Yeah, love this one. It, yeah, home went on the market priced at two hundred fifty thousand dollars. The number of offers received in a couple of days, 13, the lowest offer was $250,000. So Mm -hmm. what we're seeing is that whatever the home is listed for, that's just the starting price, which is why a lot of buyers have climbed back on the fence, not wanting to deal with this type of environment. They don't want to go out and buy anymore. They just well, sure and it's very possible. Down. I'll let you continue,
3: but it's very possible yeah. that they just don't have a strong team behind them. That they don't know what they can afford. They don't have the proper lending set up
1: and process. They don't. Those things are certainly happening too. Okay, so the the lowest was the the list price two hundred fifty thousand. The highest price was two hundred and eighty nine thousand dollars. Four offers were cash and waived the appraisal completely. Mm-hmm. So they wow. didn't care what the price is. They, they were going to pay it, and that was it. Four offers. Then four offers gave a written appraisal gap. So, in case you don't know what that is, and that was between, by the way, $2,000 and $12,000. So, if the home is listed at $250,000 and the offer was they were going to go to two sixty, dollars they were guaranteeing that if the house only approved for 250000 they would come out of pocket 10000 bucks to make up the difference for the loan.
3: And no offense, but if you're looking for homes right now and you're yeah. learning that from us and not your agent, you may want to find a new agent. I'm just saying.
1: Well, you're really sounding commercial here. I'm just, I, yeah, okay. I'm just saying. Six of the offers were in as-is condition. Sorry, Brad. That meant they were not going to do well.
3: As is do. means
0: they could and they can do they the inspection do. the yeah, as is, yeah, right. we don't, yeah. We don't know the specifics. They could have yeah. still done
3: the inspection right. and still,
0: you know, they just know what they have at that right. point, know what the budget, which we
3: always recommend doing, especially in these times, even if you're going in yeah. as is, you should know what you're up against.
1: That's right. What, what offer said they would request only major repair. So if the roof or the HVAC, so they CD- got to get inspected to find that out. Right. All the offers, most all of them were conventional loans. Very few, if any, were FHA loans. And that's really a problem because the government-backed FHA loan pretty much sits by the wayside because there's a sn- misnomer that it's more difficult. And it may be true. But, but-
3: a commercial, uh, for us again, uh, we've had a couple of agents on our team win multiple bid situations with it, with FHA yeah. offers because they knew how to write them properly.
1: Mm-hmm. So we had six conventional, two FHA, four cash, one was a VA loan, four offers gave delayed possession or leaseback least back opportunity or both. So what they were trying to do is entice the sellers to take their offer. So if, if you Brad were going to are selling your house and I'm writing the offer, I would say, okay, look, Brad, we can close uh, the first of July and we will not take possession for four weeks. You can live in there either rent-free or you'd pay back. A- While you're trying to find the new home because we know this market is so insane. It's very yep. enticing. I, yep. And then two offers gave the seller the option to choose the closing date with an extended period of time. So that's that's the dichotomy of an offer this past week on a house priced at $250,000. And that's why so many people are freaking out with not having enough homes on the market to be able to choose from. Now, there is some good news, and I don't know if you're tracked this, spread, but the number of homes going on the market was actually up,
3: up. this past week, right? Yeah. We were like 1300 uh, up in the 13s. 1400. We hit 14, 14 yeah. Plus, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. and normally Normally around this time, three, four thousand. But, but this past- is impor- This is an important yeah.
3: point though. And this is what I've been discussing on my Instagram page is that just because the the we're seeing inventory go back up, you just told the story about how they're still on good homes that are marketed properly that are put out there with eyes to see them. This is why having a good strategic marketing plan with your listing agent is important because that's how you get 14 offers, even with increasing inventory, because you're still showing the drive and the need because, whoa, they, they took all this time to market this house and everyone else is seeing it. They must see this amazing thing that I'm seeing. So we need to get on it. And that helps drive that psychology.
1: One final thing here before we go, because we're out of time. There's a brokerage in this country that's developed an app that you put on your phone. And if you want to see a house that's listed, you simply open the app, you press a button, it gets approved and you walk in without your agent. You can just walk in the house they may ask you to verify your ID and the location to enter the home, but typically this automatically will get you in within 30 seconds.
3: Not happening in my house. <laughs> well,
1: and I'm concerned about that. And because Brad, all your inspectors, what they're licensed and, yes. uh,
0: Yes. right. Yeah. All licensed, all Glar and Syra members. So we've got Supra access and all the interest this has been and tried has. before this is not yeah. going to. No, I know.
1: that. But uh, but I'm just telling any sellers out there, potential sellers, this is something you don't want. I don't know what the advantage is for anybody other than wanting to get people in there quickly. But the bottom line is the market is so hot. So why you don't need to deal with all that? So anyway, just want to let you know what was going on in the industry. We are out of time. My thanks to Chuck Crosby, who made an appearance here earlier in the show the Crosby law offices, four, nine, nine, six, three, six, zero Brad Lawler, owner of home team inspection services. They're ranked the number one home team inspection service for six years in a row. They do a great job to come in as a team and uh, you can depend on Brad and his team, 844-411 team. My son, Greg, who does our photography and marketing and so much more. And again, you can reach me anytime and we are, we're still looking and we'll continue to look for homes to list and sell. We got 11 buyer agents to help you find a home. We've got some plans that will help you. All you need to do is pick up a phone call. Me 376-5483. At a time. See you next Sunday on News Radio 840 WHAS.